All right, welcome back to another episode of the Four Train Savages podcast. Today is July 1st. This is episode 50 for us. Tyler, big time. Hit the big 5-0. Guess that's like a, a landmark for the pod a little bit, I guess. We've been been through 50 episodes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nothing wrong with that. Keep it going. Big episode 50. But uh, decide, you know, the Yankees decide that they'll go ahead and just absolutely ruin everyone's night, ruin everyone's week heading into the Subway Series. Today's game got rained out, so we do not have a Thursday game. And um, we we experienced the worst loss of the season. I was in person for the game. I did not stay the entire time because I live in Connecticut and there were going to be no trains until 5 in the morning to go back <laughs> and uh, be able to get home. So I had to catch an 11.04 train, so I had to get out of there early and, and skedaddle. I didn't really want to pay for an Uber to get back to, to my train station and stuff. So I was like, I, I had to get out of there. But, Tyler, it was a blessing in disguise for last night's game for me to get out of there and not witness that bullshit. Just call it flat how it is. You know, we don't like to swear too much. We do swear sometimes, but that was just flat-out bullshit what happened last night. Yeah, Rob. I'm so glad that my, you know, because I was debating staying. I was debating staying for that game and just figuring out what the hell to do later on because it was just – it was good vibes – that game, it was 7-4 after the second rain delay, or I think 7-3 after the rain, uh, rain delay. Um, but thank the fucking Lord that I had the intuition to just go home. I was on the train with a bunch of Yankee fans. I was on with my brother, and he got off at, at a stop prior. And I was on the train, and I hear some kid go, holy shit, they loaded the bases, dude. Oh, no effing way. And I go on my MLB app because I wasn't able to stream the game as well because, like, the data was kind of messed up. I wasn't getting full service. And then I hear a kid go, Chapman just gave up a grand slam. You got, yo, you got it. <laughs> Kidding me. And now with the Raldis Chapman, it's like with these blown saves, bro. I am inevitable. Yeah, dude. I it's mean, not good, bro. The, the Yankees, I mean, well, first off, Rob, happy 50th ep. Uh, definitely, definitely not the way we want to be doing it, but yeah, man, I mean, uh, Yanks are bad. Um, I guess when it rains, it just, it just pours, dude. You really, it feels like anything and everything that could possibly go wrong with this team, uh, can and will go wrong. Uh, Rob, God bless you that you weren't at this game. I thank God I didn't even stay up and watch the whole game. I literally woke up, um, my puppy had to pee, and it was the ninth inning, so I was like, all right, I'll throw it on my phone, watch the rest of it in bed. Chappie walks the bases loaded, and I'm like, no way, dude. Like, <laughs> just no way. No way could that Ain't happen. no way. Ain't no fucking way. <laughs> and then, you know, he just slider after slider, can't throw a fastball, and then just hangs one, and it was that was it, dude. I mean, Yanks suck, dude. We're just – they're bad. They're- they're just a bad They're team. They're really bad. But yesterday was just at absolute the the lowest that they could have hit. And I every time that we saw one of these losses, bro, you say no way they can do that. They, they, like no way they can Ain't do no this shit. Ain't no fucking no way they could top themselves and hit a lower low. And last night they did it. Last night they did it. I 
and you know we got to break down these games and stuff. Monday's loss, it was just kind of another one of those numb feelings. You're like, all right, well, I guess this team just decides to lose after the Boston series even more. It just kind of was looking like that. But this was just they were up 7-3, then 7-4, then 8-4, heading into the ninth, up it's just four a, yeah. runs. And you go, there's no way they're going to give this up. And then it's just a slap in the effing face. Hal Steinbrenner had to go and do a press conference this morning that we have to talk about. This team is just oh, yeah. at a low of lows, and it's not even – they're 41-39, and 39, I think, maybe 42-40, and 40, whatever the record is, two games above 500. This is not a if, – if this was any other year with any other less ex, or any other expectations, you know, it would be a tough dogfight every night, us trying to find out intricate pieces, the still way that we're doing it now. But it's just so heightened because of the hype coming into the season with this team that was supposed to win the American League, bro, and be finally get over the hump to get to the World Series. And now we are evaluating. And I didn't even think maybe at some point we'd be evaluating the general manager position. And obviously people had shit with the with the with the manager. But I didn't even think we'd be doing it this soon into the season. Like this is something yeah, that it's, if we it's, we would be thinking about July. This is something we'd be thinking about heading into heading into uh you know the off season if if we had a, a possible bounced out in a divisional round or a championship round or a world series i don't even think if we got to the world series we'd probably be running it back for sure but <laughs> dude we're not even going to make the playoffs possibly this is crazy yeah. talk they, baseball reference has them having a 16.6% chance to make the playoffs dude i mean what the we've fuck said it time and time again i don't this team is just it's not even their just underperforming, like being average. They're like so bad, so bad, dude. And every aspect of the team is is bad. You, you just you really don't. What a fucking tease Tuesday under- night too. Understand it. What a fucking tease. Yeah, the offense looks like halfway decent. Two games out of the series too. You get seven runs in the first off Otani. I mean, given it was a very you know weak seven runs, but. Seven runs is seven runs, dude. I mean, we that we, we stadium was rocking. Yeah, it sounded it like it was a dude. fun atmosphere for that game. Everyone was in attendance. I saw, um, I saw Zach Hample. I met, I saw Zach. Um, I also met Keith. Uh, he'll be on the pod next week, so we'll have another guy to talk to, yes, talk to us about, um, you know, this blasphemous out of this team is just ah. I will, but he'll give us a different perspective on what he's thinking from Pinstripe. I, I also saw Joe's, but um, he was doing his IG live stuff late, so I didn't want to bother him, but I was about to say hi. But um, also another guest on the pod. I guess the Talking Yanks people were there. Like all the all the Yankees yep. Twitter at, like atmosphere dudes were there. I saw like other little Instagram or uh, Twitter accounts that were in attendance that like we don't really have a relationship with, but like I just saw on the Twitter feed like a lot of people were at this game. Is nonetheless, yeah, he- heads were and, there. I wish I wish I and, was there, dude. Actually, no, I don't wish I. Was yeah, there. you were. With, <laughs> you wish you were there prior to the rain delay. I mean, yeah, I I still had a good time. You know, I wish they just call. Too bad they didn't just call it, dude. Yeah, I honestly, I mean, listen. I, I had a good time pregame. I, I ran the gamut of all the bars. <laughs> I went to everyone, um, <laughs> and no one was there, which was kind of nice because you could just kind of hop in and out. It wasn't too like too crowded. And then I got into the game, got myself a little some some food, sat up at the top porch, or um, I was in two oh eight. But before I sat down in my seats, I sat on or like I I was in standing room and I just like ate there and I was watching Otani just get lit up. Not even last a whole inning, which was awesome. Everyone was yeah. hyped. 
and um and then i ended up moving down um in like like the low low sections close to the legend seats because the security just does not check people anymore so it's kind of funny um and then the rain delay hit but because they can't sell tickets yeah no that's that's (laughs) also a thing you have to talk about man and and how one of the comments, but we won't talk about it because it's not so much baseball like related or it is baseball re- related, but it's a little less so. Is the whole idea behind Hal talking about because he was asked about the attendance, and he's saying we're expecting those numbers to get back up there when we get hit July. I don't know if that's gonna happen. <laughs> I I yeah. Last night it was it was pretty rocking, but I I, I thought it. I still kind of thought like. Yo, this is Otani. Like people are crazy about this guy. Like people yeah. come out of the woodworks for these dudes to come see. And like it's MLB's golden child, and, and, dude. And I heard like on a, I was listening to the fan, all the Yankee talk, and one guy made a point that, um, you know, this is a this is a team where you know, the Yankees do have a lot of bandwagon fans. I will not, you know, they're probably the top franchise and sports you know a lot of fans come out to see the Yankees and now this isn't this is a time where they see the dog shit that they are seeing like they're, they're yeah, the product they're, is not there's not going to be as many field, fans dude. there really isn't and yeah. and how you're not winning how, yeah you gotta start winning so um let's let's head into these fucking games man do you want to do the first one yeah dude we could do um this is just so depressing well, we could, I'll, I'll take the first one let me let me pull it up real this quick. is so depressing Oh my! Otani had a monster few. Oh games, my God! So yeah, he at had the a plate at least. Yeah, he did. Um, we're letting Juan Lagares hit home runs off us. We're letting Jose Iglesias, dudes that have yeah. no power. And I know this, this is a yeah. It was just you know people that hit bombs just shouldn't be hitting bombs against the Yanks or don't hit bombs are just hitting bombs against the Yanks. But uh, yeah, Rob, game one. I mean, classic Michael King start as of net, as of late. Um, honestly, it was a pretty. Solid-ish start, four and a third, two earned runs, four Ks, two walks. Uh, it just, you know, it started off at the beginning again, though. Um, gives up two earned in the first, is only two earned, uh, with an Otani homer and then a, a Walsh double. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just killed us this whole series, which was ridiculous. Um, Yanks get it back, though, in the second. Um, after a Gary RBI ground out and then a Geo homer in the second, uh, make it 2-2. And then come to, come around the fifth and sixth, it's uh, three two Angels, and then a Lagares homer, like we just said, made it four two. I heard that two. on the radio. I go, you gotta be kidding me that Juan Lagares is taking us yard. Oh my god. Yeah, exactly. And then and then Stanton gets us back in it, kinda. It still didn't feel like, at least to me, we were back in it. Makes it four three. And then I don't remember who was on the mound when Iglesias doubled and scored. Was it? I don't want to say it was Chet. It was the guy before Green. So it was Licky, I'm pretty sure. Er, no, it was Chad Green. Whatever. So Chad Green gives up another run, makes it 5-3. And Yanks just go down quietly, dude. I mean, Suarez pitched five and a third in this game. One run, five Ks against the Yankees. And you're just like, what the fuck, man? Like, what the fuck? What? It's just these are dudes. We knock out um, Bundy in the what? Or didn't even knock him out. He started puking all over the goddamn mound in the first inning or the second inning or some shit like that. Oh uh, yeah. And and you're like, all right, yeah. He goes an inning and two thirds. So you knock him out in the second inning because he's puking. And you're like, all right, the Angels suck. 
especially pitching wise, like there's no way we're not going to get all over them in this game. That dude came at what was his name? Came in and just diced yeah. us. The lefty. Yes. Um, and and it was a, dude. This is, is the it thing. Juan Jose Suarez. This is the dude. thing. Even when the Yankees, because we know they care about the lefty righty matchup. We have a literal whole lineup of righties with, like, the exception. I don't know if Gardner was playing this game or what. But we have a whole lineup of righties, and then you have a dude that's, you know, a bullpen long relief guy for the Angels that's a lefty. Full lineup of – They can't even hit – And you yeah, can't, can't even hit, hit him. You can't they couldn't hit, hit him. Le- they, could, they couldn't hit Erod uh, last last series against Boston Sunday, either. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, just to just to this just felt like the Boston series game. Piss one. poor performance. Um, yeah, piss poor performance. Really bad game. I mean, that's what you get when you have when you have a really bad team. Um, yeah, Gary over four in this game. Voit over four. Glaber over four. Uh, yeah, just bad. Not good. Clint Clint pinch hit in this game, and he's just he's terrible. I'm beyond done with Clint Frazier. Um. It's just, it's like the season of regression for the Yankees, and I think regression is an understatement for uh, for Clint. Yeah. Um, okay. Game two, Andrew Heaney versus uh, Jamison Tyone. Tyone went five and a five and a third, nine hits, five runs, all of them earned, one walk, four Ks. Um, really not like he got the win, but you know the Yankees offense showed up. Really wasn't. Uh, a win is a win. A win is a win, but um, yeah. Nestor Cortez is an absolute animal. I'll tell you that that guy is. Yeah, can we get can we get <laughs> Nestor to start starting games, please, or something? Yeah, instead of King, I wouldn't mind. J- or JMO. Yeah, dude, I'm just I'm so done with JMO too. Yeah, I just don't think he's it. I I don't either. Um, okay, so in this game, Gary Sanchez goes ahead and hits a home run still using the oppo oppo taco uh ideology he's hitting he's hitting it to opposite opposite field which is good then jose iglesias comes back in the second hits a home run two run home runs so they go up 2-1 and i'm just saying to myself oh my god jose iglesias how are you hitting and how are you hitting and guys um yeah like what and then uh gardner gets a sack fly uh dj in in the second dj hits in anduhar Judge homers, and then we go up 5-2 in the bottom of the second. Then Otani hits his absolute piss missile. He also hit one yeah, in the game nope. prior. Um, and then Andujar homers, gets a solo bomb. Gary Sanchez in, in the fourth. And then Gary Sanchez doubles and gets in Gardner. Luke Voigt gets in on the party, doubles the deep center, and gets in Gary, uh, advances Stanton. And then uh, Glaber Goes ahead and continues his little hot streak. He also did it in the game yesterday, but he gets in a run. Um, and we go up 10-3. Otani then hits another. Uh, this one wasn't as 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 fast as the first one or as high and lofting. Um, this one was like got out real quick, but like right over the short porch, but it helped him out. Uh, that was a two-run bomb. And then uh, Andujar doubled in the bottom of the six, and that was the end of the offensive barrage for the Yankees, but we went 11-5, and you're saying, okay, but everyone is kind of looking. There were some on Twitter that are talking about, okay, here we go. The offense is starting. First game yeah. of the season. As they do every as time. As they do as all the all, time. Yeah. Every time we score more than four runs, it happens. And, and you have to sit to yourself and say, don't get too excited because they yeah. stink. And, they stink. And it's, it, it was a good game. A lot of offense. 
Andujar was probably the best out of this game. I got to say, he got the he got a double. I think he was, you know, as they like to say, a triple away from the cycle. Um, <laughs> but Judge got a home run, which is good because um, he had struggled before. And then Gary keeps the hot streak going. Obviously, starts the game off with a bang. Um, but yeah, the offense supported JMO in this one, and it was a Otani show a little bit still. And then you had the you had the hype up for tomorrow or for the next game, which was the. Uh, which was his start, and then heading into the game, uh, I guess I'll, I'll take it again. Um, Otani gets shelled in the first. Man, they give they go up seven two. Um, no, don't worry, Tyler. Your dog, Walk, your dog is fine. Walks three. <laughs> I get you. Oh, I yeah. get you. Pup, He's texting. Pup's making some noise. Uh, you got to tell him real quick. What did you uh, What did you name your new puppy after? We got to. Yeah, n- new puppy names DJ as he's literally losing his shit right now because he's alone. But um. Yeah, dude, new pup DJ at, named after the great, the shortstop Derek Jeter. Just not, to clarify, yeah, 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 yeah. Not, not DJ LeMahieu, the current, you know, second baseman of the Yankees. Uh, yeah, new pup. Um, <laughs> I guess that's the you know, that's the only thing we got going on that's pleasant that's, in Yankee. That's land. exciting. So if you do hear if you do hear a little faint barking or anything, that is DJ going crazy. <laughs> um, although you may be, the pod, the DJ could the, be the pod mascot. Yeah, the pod mascot. The DJ <laughs> though, as DJ has been getting uh getting a little better oh, over, D- over the past, yeah. but uh the the DJ is for coming Jeter. Around. Yeah, yeah. Um yes. okay, so in this game the first inning, uh Goslin hits Three a three walks. Yeah, dude. Goslin hits a home run. Um, and Rendo's, Rendon scores, and that goes up 2 nothing. Domingo um, just, you know, wasn't a great outing for him whatsoever, really. Uh, how many innings? He went, like, three, and obviously the rain delay kind of affected that. But I don't – his pitch count. Let's see what we got. So he went three innings, three hits, three runs, uh, three walks, two Ks, uh, 72 pitches. So yeah, I saw a stat today, dude, that he has gone um, – 26 in his last 26 innings he's given up 21 earned runs mm-hmm. so i don't know what the hell is going on dude yeah pitching is taking a full but, full back seat right now yeah a full nose a full nose dive into concrete yeah. is essentially what's what we got going on here. yeah um okay so in this then uh goslin homers in that first inning they go up to nothing and then in the bottom of the first they go for a absolute barrage and they go up 7-2. We got a Stanton RBI. We got a Torres RBI. We got an Andujar infield RBI. Gary had a really good walk to yes. start that, that inning Yes, off. he did. Um, Gardner walks in for, to get in a, a run. And then DJ gets a double down the right field line to then score Torres and Frazier. And then that's how they go up 7-2. Um, Angels bounce back in the top of the second uh, with a Lagares double. And they go down 7-3. And then the rain delay ensued in the, uh, I believe it was the top of the fifth. Yeah, top of the fifth. Um, yeah, because the uh, – no, bottom five because the Yanks just – Well, they, was going they, had, into two, they had two rain delays, Tyler. They had two rain delays. Oh. So, so the sec- – yeah, but then the after the second one, after the second one, um, uh, Jared Walsh goes ahead and homers in the um, fifth, and he go and they go they go up seven four only seven four, um, and then Gardner gives us some insurance in the eighth, and then yeah that almost was neat that almost actually mattered a little bit 
<laughs> but that, but that, but that, but that it didn't. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, the way that it went, man. The way that it went. Oh, how the cookie has crumbled! Oh my God! It just <laughs> so let's let's break down this. I just like felt it happening. Let's dude. break down this ninth inning, okay? So I'm on the train at this point. I'm just chilling. I'm listening to music. I'm trying to stay in tune to the game. Uh, I'm watching this thing on my phone, half asleep, um, dude, in my bed. Ward walks. Hold on. Before before we do this, I have to say, this may honestly be all my fault because I had a Yankees win tweet in the drafts on our Twitter ready to go. <laughs> so I may have just, like, jinxed the, f- the shit out of this. Well, I, yeah, um, I clearly not expecting a seven-run uh, ninth inning. Yeah, I wouldn't. For the Los Angeles Angels. Blame Tyler more than Araldis Chapman. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so Ward walks. Lagares grounds into a fielder choice, and Ward uh, goes out at second. Stasi walks. Uh, Lagares then heads to second. Rendon walks. Stasi heads to second. Lagares to third. And Jared Walsh gets up. And he fucking hits a goddamn moonbeam. Yeah. He pimped the shit I, out of that. I got to give him respect. Oh, yeah. For that. that was a great that was a good. It was a great bat flip too, dude. As soon as he, I don't know. As soon as he walked up, I was like, "Of course, the, the like the fucker that already hit a home run in this game is up right now too." And then, dude, how many times is Chapman gonna get beat on like not his best pitch? He just like sl- sliders, like just stop throwing them in the zone. It could be the sticky stuff, man. Ah, you don't. See, I don't really. I don't know. I don't like that. He's been good for like ten years. His but you spin don't, rate's always up and down, and he just works off velocity. You don't dude. think it has a splitter, factor, though, because he's been losing control? Yeah. I, I mean, m- maybe the control a little bit, but, like, for instance, he throws a splitter, which you want minimal spin on. So I don't even get, like, you know, why he would use it if he's if he one of his pitches he throws, like, requires no spin. Yeah. But then that, that gave – I don't know, maybe, dude. That gave Aaron the uh, intuition to then take out Chapman. Um, so then, <laughs> yeah, yeah. After you give up four, after you give up a game tying grand slam, I'd hope, I'd hope our skipper would have the intuition to go. All right, maybe I should get this guy out of here. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, Litke comes into Litke comes into pitch. Then Gosselin walks. Fletcher singles to get Gosselin to third, and then Jose uh, Iglesias strikes out swinging. And then uh, uh, Regnifo, I can't pronounce his last name, uh, singles <laughs> singles and gets in uh, Gosselin and Fletcher. They go up 10-8. And then Ward doubles and gets in that guy that I can't pronounce his last name. And then to end the inning, Lagara strikes out, and then the Yankees go down. Uh, in my head, dude, before it was 11-8 and it was still 8-8, I was like – I was like, all right, all right, maybe like you know they'll just walk it off next inning in front of the five hundred people that are still there. Just terrible. Yeah, no, I mean just bad, dude. Some boon, some fire boon chants apparently at the stadium. Oh, those, yeah, those were popping off. You can hear them. I was listening to the end of the game on my uh, on my ride home with the with the radio when I got in my car, and uh, you could hear you could hear them. You can hear them definitely. Um, I want and dude, Michael K's. I thought Michael K's call on this was great. He just goes, "Oh my to, to god!" Deep, to deep right center field, tie game. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> he was just like, "Oh god!" 
<laughs> I, uh, He's like, fucking New York's about to have a meltdown. Yes. I I mean, oh, my God. It was literally, and, oh, my God. And then. And what are we rewarded with? Uh, a Hal Steinbrenner rolls out of bed without combing his hair and a Yankee sweater on. <laughs> like, Press conference the next morning. Yeah. And we got, you know, I did like what. Um, I did like what Stanton kind of said um, after. He, yeah. He, he was, like, the only guy to say, you know, we're playing like shit. Like, he used a little profanity, which I liked. Um, uh-huh. They suck, dude, and they know it. They, they like, seriously know it, I think. Yeah. Cashman and Hal have both said that we suck. Cashman, in the last Ca- didn't Cashman say, he said suck, but he also said it's a hard, it's hard watch. Did he not say something along those lines? He's like, it's not Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he did say it's like a hard watch. He said, I think he And it is unwatchable, dude. It's like, I don't know, dude. Just wait until it's, you know, the middle of August and this team's eight games under 514 back. And, you know, you're you're averaging uh, 16,000 in attendance. Yeah. And you're not, make, you're not making up for that dog shit 2020 product you put on the field uh, with no fans in the stands either. Yeah. Um, so, so Cashman's, uh, comments, let's get to that or not Cashman's comments. Um, well, we, 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 yeah, we got big, big Hal. Um, Cashman did speak on Monday and basically, essentially, like we said, he said kind of alert, um, alluded to it being an unwatchable product. And he also said that he, we suck right now. Um, and obviously I understand what they're saying because they're not going to obviously say like some fans are like, you got to say, we got to blow it up now. Like these guys still believe in this team for whatever that is. Um, so he's not going to, he's going to say, we're going to try and turn around. And I like Cashman cause he's like, we're going to try and turn around it. He's, he's not coming out and saying we are going to turn around cause he's like, we're going to try and turn around cause it's tough. Yeah. Um, so let's do these how comments. So, um, uh, these are all from uh, Brian Hook. I got all his tweets and stuff set up here. Um, so first on in uh, this one, he said, make no mistake about it. The majority of the responsibility lies with the players. They're the ones Agreed. on the field. They're a group of very talented professional athletes that are playing this game at the highest level in the world. They need to fix this problem because everyone, including our fan base, has had enough. So I'm just going to read through a bunch of them um, and then we can comment after what we think um and then he said on Aaron Boone the coaches are absolutely the right people to lead this group how about new um on firing in personnel <laughs> yeah. uh personnel in season Hal Steinbrenner said that his father certainly did that a lot uh what people forget is a lot of times it didn't work and then furthermore we got our guy Sweeney um this one, I, I think it kind of goes along with what I just read, but it goes a little bit more. He said, asked specifically today about how he felt on his father's approach, Hal Steinbrenner stated that he he's his own man and his father's rash moves often didn't work and drew criticism, but he doesn't run from the comparison. He simply acts more in a measured in a more measured way. Hal stated that continuing belief in Brian Cashman's comprehensive process, blend of analytics with scouting and Aaron, Boone, Aaron Boone's acumen as a manager – Majority of the blame belongs on the players who have made him aggravated, frustrated, and angry at times this year. Um, And then uh, finishing up, he said that, uh, am I mad at what I see? Absolutely. I'm aggravated, frustrated, angry, but that's not going to push me to make a knee-jerk reaction. And then also, 
into the conversation about luxury tax. He said, absolutely, we'll consider exceeding the luxury tax if the Yankees need <laughs> to, another piece to reach the playoffs. He used Masahiro Tanaka signing as an example. Key word right there is uh, consider. 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 Yeah. consider. Um, okay, Tyler, so your first reaction to the comments of anything we can kind of spitball, whatever, I apologize um, if we're kind of all over the place with our topic of conversation because there's a lot there. There's a lot to unpack from our owner in that conversation. Yeah, I mean, dude, Rob, uh, honestly, just nothing that surprised me here. I was kind of, you know, willing or not willing, ready for the, you know, the runaround, just the little, the little bit of everything. He, you know, kind of keeps his fans in it by saying we will consider going over the fucking luxury tax. And, you know, is he going to throw his, his GM who he hired and his coach under the bus in the middle of the season? Absolutely not. So I knew he, we were going to get the whole thing. I'm confident in cash. I'm in the team he built. I'm confident in Boone, blah, blah, blah. Um, the one thing I did like was the – I like that he called out the players, dude. I mean, you got a team full of players that have all done it before. Mm-hmm. Fucking continue to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, I don't – I don't understand it. Like I, like I said a million times on this pod, I'm just you know beating a dead horse at this point. The regression of like guys like Glaber and Clint are just mind-boggling to me, and you can even ta- throw in DJ in there. Um, it's just, it's just, it's, it's sad that we we have reached this point on July first <laughs> that this team is like literally. There's a chance that they could sell. I think somewhere he said like there's absolutely yeah no that that was also sell, the other blah, one I missed yeah 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 but yeah go on a ten game skid and uh, before the All Star break and then tell me you're not going to sell. Let's see about that one. I mean, so uh, my reaction was that obviously he's not going to bury his guys at this moment, like you said. Give it yeah, a couple no, weeks, no we'll way. see what the hell happens after the uh, little All Star break skid if that is what happens. Um. I li- I did like him calling out the players because um they they deserve to be called out because they're the ones put put in charge um and I understand why he's not gonna go fully on Aaron like I said and um Cashman but I mean dude this is kind of a conversation that like we've been alluding to a little bit um I think Brian Cashman is a good general manager and I think that he does get hired um, if he were to leave the Yankees um I don't think Aaron Boone. Uh, personally, I don't think someone hires him. Maybe give it a couple years. I don't out. even. I, I don't even think he'd want to coach. I don't think dude. either. I, like, I think if he, I feel like Boone is drained. He's just here because of obviously 2003, and he's here because uh, he was given an opportunity with a really good team. But um, I think a lot of the onus, and I, I understand that he's a good general manager, and I, I I put more weight on the players. Yes, but the thing with Cashman is you look at. He was given the reins, right? After 2017, he he made two ballsy, very ballsy moves. He went ahead with a team that won a lot of games, and he went ahead and opted to go with the new manager that they have and take it for what it is, you know, can have the whole conversation, you know, with Girardi. But then the other move that really is handicapped them, and I at the time we liked it, but it has proven over time to not really be it for us and has kind of handicapped us is the Giancarlo move. And that's those are two yeah. moves that are really going to be looked at, at uh, with him. And the whole There's a Yeah, go ahead. There's a lot of I mean, I saw something on Twitter today. There are 
you know, a lot of bad contracts that Cash just kind of brought out there. I think, like you said, I do think he does a good job of assembling like a quali- a, a high-quality roster, but he leaves, as we've seen the last two years, zero room for flexibility when shit starts to not Hit go as planned. Yeah. yeah, when shit's not going as planned, I mean, they have no room to move. Like, why isn't Stanton playing the outfield? We have two guys that are absolutely horrendous in the outfield. I just, I don't know. So, and and the thing that when Hal made the the comparison, right, um, and I always joke when when people are saying, bring back George, George is turning over in his grave, right? And we know Hal is level-headed, and I think that that, that is what you need in uh, this day and age of baseball, but... The whole, um, you know, the vibe of the press conference, because we know with this team there is the possibility that there may need to be another press conference. So we may see. Um, but with ha- At that point, if there's another one, it's just going to be we have failed. But with, with, with how, um, and the only instance that I'll say I would like to see something out of George and – and he said, you know, a lot of my move, you know, a lot of the, he made a, a what people forget is he made a lot of moves that were brash and that didn't end up working. Correct, Hal. Uh, but you have kind of stayed comfortable set with those guys that George put in place back in your day. You stuck with this guy for 25 years. You don't know anything else. You've been. I think he's like their kid now, dude. Yeah, you've been. Like Cash has been there forever. You've you have stayed comfortable, and you haven't wanted to go out from what Daddy's been doing. Like, like literally that. I mean, I, that is where I say I don't understand why he's not. And and I like that is where I say, but how can you make that comparison? But yet you've been sticking with your guy for so long. Um. And it's crazy that we're having this conversation on July first, dude. It's crazy, but yeah. that—that's what I'm—that's what I'm thinking I, of. Like, yes, George made brash decisions, and we probably wouldn't have ended up having Aaron Judge for as long as we had. He probably would have ended up trading him or something. Be uh, pieces in the farm system, and he may have traded him for bad contracts or whatever. But at this moment, I just say, dude, like you look at this, and and you're not, and you're not gonna call out a little bit more Cashman because like he said you know we believe in Cash we believe in Boone and the the one thing that I I know um as a Giants fan uh or New York Giants fan like this 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 past year that I loved what my owner did for uh, I say my owner my, the the team the, the fan the <laughs> my fan as a fan of the owner or I the say team. my own yeah it time. doesn't fucking matter whatever my, whatever, we, whatever. I, but yeah. um Mara for the Giants, he literally said it's put up or shut up time, and he basically said uh, it's going to be very telling if this team doesn't make any progress uh, in the into the po- and that progress means postseason. And he kind of just flat out put it on the table and like I would say like dropped his dick and he was like, "This is what we're fucking doing if my this yeah, regime yeah. doesn't do anything." And that's kind of like a little spunk that I'd want with with Hal a little bit from this. I mean, maybe it'll change if we need another press conference, but. Um, you know, there was I, I. It's just I just don't. There's see too the much comfortability. Yeah, there's too much of a comfortability. Yeah. These these guys like they walk around, dude, and I genuinely think that they're like they look around and they're, they're like, you know, Glaber looks around or, or Judge Stan, Voight, all them Cole. They look around, they go, 
we're good. We'll just like figure it out. We'll be good. Why? Hey, because man, we're good. We'll just we're, figure we're it talented. out, man. We'll just yeah, get it together. Good. They're like, we're supposed to be good, so eventually we're gonna be good. No, it's not eventually anymore. It's July. It's July, Rob. <laughs> it's it's literally July, and the Yankees suck. <laughs> we're absolutely horrible, dude. We, I mean. At least the only good thing, you know, Boone mentioned it in his press press conference today. You know, Hal is not all right with the base running, blah blah blah. You know shit, Sherlock. <laughs> we, we made a, we've made like forty outs on the bases this year, and I think the league average is like nineteen. Like you are, it's in a, it's a, it's just preposterous what goes on on the major league baseball field in in the Bronx, New York. <laughs> I just, I, I really, I don't know. Yeah, dude. The only consistent Michael K made this point the other day. The only consistent thing about this team is how wildly inconsistent they are. <laughs> it's seriously, it's absolutely unbelievable. I mean, I wish we had the Stephen A drop right now because at the beginning of the season, if you told me this now, I'd be like, all right, so we've been hoodwinked. Bam! Oh, I gotta get that. Let one. a muck. Yeah, I'll get that one. I'll get that. <laughs> all one. that shit. Let astray and flat out deceived all year. Yeah. <laughs> I keep being tell- told it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. And then also, Rob, I'm on, I'm going on a little rant right now. I apologize, but not nah, go for it. Boone literally says the season is on the line, which oh, it is that. day we in and day out now. Yeah, that. day day in and day out, and then. He goes around and sits two of his four best hitters this year. That being Aaron Judge and Gio Urshela. You're like, okay, clearly we're still the Yankees, dude. We are still the Yankees. We're better than everyone. Cause, and I'm just going to sit Judge and Gio because I just feel like they need a day, Rob. They need a day. And I, you know why they need a day? Because we won yesterday, and we're the big bad Yankees, and we're going to win again. Why? Because we should be good, and we'll probably end up being good. So it doesn't matter. We don't have to be urgent now. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. I, I <sighs> Like, I, I agree, dude. And, the, and, then, and then the thing... With that on Monday when he said, you know, it's the must win. This is the season's on the line tonight. And then his post game press conference was saying, you know, I, I saw a lot of good things. I saw I saw a lot of good things that I like. And I, no, you, I, I almost feel uh, bad for him, dude, because he's just he's going up there and he knows like the media is asking him the same questions and he's giving him the same answers. Cashman like, should really have a post game press conference after every game. Yes, Boone Boone should stop having the the pressers and Cashman should go out there and or someone like no one in the front office is like real at all. Whoever Not that makes I want the lineups or what Yeah. I, it's just the thing is, dude, I think like Boone is clearly fully invested in like the analytical, like, all right, this whole department is going to make the lineup day in and day out. We're going to know it. we have to sit judge on this day and geo on that day and Stanton can only play this many games. Oh, and if we even try him in the outfield, he'll probably have a stroke and die. So we can't do that. Yeah, no, I don't know. It's just the philosophy of this team is just bad. We've said it time and time again, Rob. Um and heads need to roll, dude. If it's gonna change, like that's where I'm at. Like you know, I've I'm kind of, I'm still like a cash guy. I think he's a smart general manager. I think he's a good general manager, but I don't know. Especially I, if you do nothing. If the only trade they made today is the only thing they end up doing, you might as well just shit in my mouth, Brian Cashman. 
Pause. <laughs> you're lying to me, dude. Yeah, pause. But you're lying to me. You're literally just sticking the middle finger in my face. You're not trying to do anything. Um, yeah, no, honestly, dude, I'm kind of at the point with you. Um, heads need to roll at some point if this product is still being put out there. And listen, man, the guy's been here for 25 years. He's done a good job in, in areas of, you know, um, of what he what he's been doing, he's had some good moves, and also he's had some bad moves. Um, some, I mean, there's been bigger shakeups in sports. One that I can think of, like recent history, that isn't necessarily at the general manager position, although I could be wrong. But I remember when um, the L.A. Dodgers were making uh, NLCS appearances, and they were playing really good, and they had a nice team. They had a very, this was when they had like Adrian Gonzalez. I think Carl Crawford was on the team. Damn, I forgot about it. Guys. And they had a they had a stacked roster, Kershaw, everyone, the works. Like they were still good uh early 2010 area. And our old friend, New York Yankees guy, Donnie Baseball was the manager. And he, and they kept running it out, and you would say, ah, it's you know, it's on the players to then get it to the to the system. But sometimes, I mean, this is a drastic difference because that team was still making the playoffs, that Dodgers team, and was like in contention. But sometimes yeah. you just need a new voice. You really do, and something, yeah. and and something, and and the and and you know what it is, Tyler though, because all these people that are on Twitter and they're saying stop blaming Cashman or Boone, don't put that, you know, don't even you there. That's not worth your time talking about. It's a, it's on the players. Well, what it's I would, on them all, dude. What what I would ask you is, well, if we're if you then keep it in that perspective, right? And you guys then say, well, these, you know, they're not selling these players. Well, then, uh, so you're okay with them running it back out and just doing the same dog and pony show next year or the year after Cashman's contract? You're okay and not resulting in a World Series? You're okay with that? I don't, then I don't want to be a Yankee fan if that's the way that you think, or I don't understand why you're a fan of this team. And uh, like that's literally yeah. where I'm at with this shit, man. Because I I don't understand how there can't be blame on this. Like, understandably, if you're gonna break down the amount of weight on where the blame should be, there's gonna be more on the players clearly because they're the ones playing the game. But then there are, is an amount of weight for those that put the players in positions and make yeah. these lineups and do this and make base running decisions or or anything and make bullpen decisions, which Boone is a part of. He may not have a big part of it, but he makes a part of it. And yeah. we know Cashman is making the lineups with his little minions. I like there's blame to go everywhere around this organization. Oh, there's plenty blame for everyone to take part of. Um <sighs> I don't even I like our superstar outfielder, gold glove caliber right fielder is playing fucking center field on a daily basis. It's just I don't know how anyone could look at this team and be like, you know, Rob. The the thing is, is they do have the talent to go on a run. But it's just probably not going to happen. They're you know? flawed. They're a flawed we've seen, team. We, we've seen more than enough. Um, Newsflash to anyone that, like, is an idiot. Um, if, the Yan- if there wasn't extended playoffs last year, the Yankees wouldn't be in the playoffs last year either. <laughs> and then, the, dude, like I said at the beginning of the show, we have a 16. Baseball reference gives the Yankees a 16.6% chance of making the playoffs. 
I put two hundred and fifty dollars on this team on a sports book to win the freaking World Series at the beginning of the oh, year. Oh no! No, we're not even gonna win the. We're not even making the playoffs. Oh bro. no! Ain't no fucking. Oh yeah. Tyler, no. Just a wait. Just I might as well just piss that bread down the toilet. Oh man, that's tough. Um, shout out Tim LaCastro, now part of the Yankees. Traded him for Double A pitcher Keegan Curtis. Get a little. Speed on the bases with the also the whopping uh, I think it was like a 427 OPS with a 177 batting average, one home run and five RBI, something around there. So Tyler um, Wade in disguise, dude. Uh, I mean he's fast. He plays center field. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, wasn't Cattell Marte, so wrong player. Yankees try again and and put your answer once again. We'll see if you get Cattell Marte. But dude, I'm <laughs> yeah. even at the point where it's like, yo, I told you this. I I'm okay. Like. Cattell Marte, I get, because you get, what, two, three years of control of that dude, and then you could possibly yep. sign him. But, mm-hmm. like, yo, if we're going to run out Starling Marte and just do it because we want to, like. You can't go get a rental. You cannot Like, I don't understand getting a rental at this moment. At this moment we suck. Man. Because no there's going to have to be turnover in the roster next year, and then, obviously, if you bring in Starling Marte, I, like, and I guess they're in talks with, like, Joey Gallo again. Like, whatever, dude. I don't, like, I wouldn't, I'm not a fan, but. Fucking try anything, dude. If, if does he have control? Let me look at Joey Gallo's contract because that's probably what yeah, we're gonna he, end up he's doing. Yeah, he's got he's got to have control. And I don't know, dude. If the Rangers end up trading him, I'd be very surprised. Um, I think he's like their golden child. He's like their Aaron Judge over there. Um, comes an unrestricted free agent in twenty twenty three in a year arbitration next year. So, um, so they'd have to pay him for one year. But I don't. I, I, he's got two more. So he's basically got three years of control this year and two know, more. Dude, I don't know. That's where I'm at. Does he make this team ten thousand times better? Probably not. He's a nut. He's um, he's he's pretty. He's athletic. I would say he's got a good like frame. Um, yeah, he's a lefty. He's having a good year. Um, I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy about the strikeouts, but obviously the pop and the OPS really kind of makes up for it. But I. He just, Classic he, Yankee numbers, dude. He just, yes, that's where it is. He just comes off as a dude that I'm just like, oh, not really that, you know. You're not that guy, hey, trust me. You're you not know, that guy. He'll he'll go 0 for 5 with 4Ks in his first, you know, debut, and everyone's going to want to kill him. He's going to be one of those. Like, that. that's just how how he'd roll in New York, I feel like. I, I really, I really am just at a loss for words, and I really hope they start turning it around. Thank God we have the all-star break soon, dude, because we need we need a break from this team, bro. It's just, dude, they're... And the thing is, Rob, is, you know, the team is too good. Like, they have too many talented players. They're going to win series. Like, they're going to go on a run where they win 9 of 11. And we're all going to be gung-fucking-ho again. Or at least I might be for a little bit. And we're all going to be like, oh, the Yankees are back. The Yankees are back. Then they're going to, you know, go ahead to Minnesota and get swept for four games. Because they're too good to not win baseball games against certain teams. Like, they will go in and they'll beat some bad teams and they'll beat some good teams. Like, like for example, the Astros, the Rays they've beaten, um, the White Sox. But they're just not consistent enough to go out and, and just kill teams. I mean, dude, look at the Angels this weekend. You got Jose Suarez or whatever his name is going five and a third after your pitcher's puking on the mound. You don't touch him besides a Stanton home run. 
Team sucks, dude. Team stinks. Um, we forgot to. Do you want to do awards real quick, or do you not want to give any to give this? No, nah, yeah, we could we could do awards. Um, I'm gonna give my most valuable player of the series. I'm gonna give it to Miguel Andujar. He had a big game on um, game two. With the triple away from the cycle, also game one, he went ahead. I think he got a couple hits, and he may have gotten a hit yesterday, but uh, Miggy's been stroking the stick pretty good. Pause. Um, he uh, He's, um, you know, it, he, the defense is obviously bad, but when it comes to offense, he's been playing well. Or oh, yeah. Well, so, um, he raked a little you know, bit, yeah. I mean, it's a matter of time. I think, Tyler, I think we're at the point where we're okay with him kind of being that one guy we run out and then just hopefully they Yeah, can, if there's they can... one of them, just not both yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. I like the Mickey pick, Rob. Who's your MVP? Mickey... <laughs> um, we'll go DJ. Just because he's coming around, when the top of the order comes up, I actually have way more confidence than I used to because I don't think DJ's just going to roll over every pitch or strike out. Um, he had the big double to kind of crack the game open the other day, or the, the other day, yesterday. Mm-hmm. And the first, obviously, cracked open so much because, you know, things happen. But, um, yeah, we'll give it to DJ because he's, he's, he's coming around. He's becoming DJ. Nice. I like that pick. I like that pick. Um not that anyone really deserves anything, but yeah, that's a that's an honorable. You basically lost two out of three to the Angels. Yeah, well they did. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, clear, uh, clear cut. MVP yeah, of I, sucking. I'm I'm dittoing this. Take so. your pick. Yeah, Araldis Chapman. He stink. He stinks. Araldis Chapman. I, I, I. Should we trade him? Um, even if you don't call us sellers or whatever, I, I, I may even debate just selling him even he, if we're buying. He could, so, dude, there's this – I actually – I don't know if I – I didn't text it to you, I don't think. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I texted it to one of my buddies. Dude, if you if you get rid of Chapman and Britton, you free up $30 million. And we know the Yankees are a poor franchise, space. so they could use yeah. it. So, I mean – I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't hate it, dude. The, the team has nothing to sell. You can't sell John Carlos Stanton. He gets paid $5 billion a year, and he has a no-trade clause. You're not going to trade Aaron Judge. God, I hope not. Um, you can't. I don't know. Who's, who would take Aaron Hicks? Um, I mean, Luke Voigt, I feel like the first base position doesn't really have that much value, but maybe you could get something from him. If you're going to sell, you're selling relievers on this team because this team has good young relievers. Mm-hmm. That aren't named Araldness Chapman and Zach Britton. But fuck, Nestor Cortez probably has a lot of value right now. Yeah, exactly, dude. And he's got a sick mustache. Looks <laughs> like a gangster. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um What a depressing episode fifty. Yeah. Um I hate you, Yankees. This is all your fault. <laughs> um, dude, I like I can't even Twitter was just like so weird at like one in the morning. It's just you're just watching or like scrolling through Twitter, and I'm you. Everyone's just in absolute disbelief. Yeah, absolute disbelief. Like a June thirty first game against the Angels is that crushing? That crushing. You're like, <laughs> you're like. I'm sorry. But <laughs> yeah, my dog's got his head in a yoga mat right now. Oh really? But um, <laughs> he's exploring. But yeah, dude. 
<laughs> yeah, but dude, it's just June 31st. I should not be like literally dangling off the bridge right now. And it's like the ninth time I have. So, yeah. Um, bad. Uh, we have the series with the Mets this weekend. Thank God we don't see Jacob DeGrom. He pitched yesterday. Um, I mean, I before Hal's comments, I kind of had the feeling that there may be a possibility that they, if they were to pull a trigger, it'd be coming from a bad week against the Angels and the Mets. Um, and they still, who knows? If they get swept by the Mets, dude, <laughs> God bless the internet. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I don't even want to call it a big series. I mean, it's just, it is what it is. We're going to just roll the dice and see what the fuck happens because this is just this is just crazy this is just on another level i mean yeah just see dude i wanted to go to the sock series last weekend and i wanted to go to the Met, the subway series but like i don't even know they just don't deserve my money right now dude i just i don't want to give it to them no nah. they don't care about me why should i care about them yeah i, I hear <laughs> you man um but yeah, I don't think we missed anything. I think um, that th- that's what we got, man. Episode fifty. Appreciate you guys tuning in and in listening to us. Put it in the books. Uh, next episode we'll have on uh, Keith uh, from Pinstripe Strong. He'll be on yes, to chat with us. Um, give us his uh, opinion on this crap product that we're watching right now. I'm I'm sure he's gonna have a, a real optimistic outlook on it. Yeah, I'm sure Keith's an optimistic guy, so he'll probably talk us off the <laughs> ledge I'm, a little bit. I'm to, I'm jo- I'm joking. Well I well I've <laughs> seen I he is an optimistic dude, but he I He is I, optimistic. I've yeah. seen I've seen some of his tweets though on our feed and uh he's kinda along in the same boat. So we'll see. Dude the the only person that the most optimistic human on Yankees Twitter is Gary Sanchez resurgence bandwagon, dude. That dude, we could be 15 games out with four to play, and he'd be telling you, you the Yanks are winning the division, and you're an idiot if you think otherwise. Yeah, I I praise the optimistic uh, outlook on this team, and those are couldn't be me. I mean, I, yeah, couldn't be me, but you know, you must have a a, a stronger. Uh, I don't I don't even know how to describe it. Um, Soul crazy crazy. crazy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, um, but yeah, this is it for episode number 54, Train Savages. Really appreciate you guys, um, tuning into the pod. Um, be sure to subscribe while you're on Apple Podcasts. Also scroll down and leave us a rate and review. Takes like two seconds out of your time. Really helps us out. Be sure, uh, we're on social media at four savages on Twitter at four train savages on Instagram. So go hit us up on our socials, man. Next time that we talk to you guys, hopefully we're talking about a respectful, (laughs) a respectful time again, a respectful series against the New York Mets. Because, you know, other times coming into this series, I'd be ready to fucking be talking my shit to all my Mets fan friends. The the Mets lost like what? They lost twenty to two yesterday. Twenty to two, and I still I will not talk shit just because I can't. Oh my god, dude! (laughs) It's I just I can't even I I can't even. Oh man, bad bad. We'll see what happens. We'll see. Let me watch competitive baseball in September, dude. I just my biggest fear is this team being fifteen out in two weeks, and me just like you know watching depressing depressing games in August. Let's hope not. With Michael K. just, oh, this team is underperforming. Yeah, we know, Michael. 
Uh, it's gonna be interesting uh but that's it for episode 50 hopefully next time in episode 51 we're talking about a uh, series win or at least a more respectful series that we got uh this past weekend and none of this uh i don't know what's gonna happen with Heraldus chapman or anything if he gets put back in there may be a uh wink wink a little uh injured list for uh Heraldus yeah pretty soon. Fant- if there's ever a phantom il stint needed it's now. Now's the they time. did it. They did it with Justin Wilson. Go do it with Chappie. Chappie. All right, man. Uh, this is it for episode fifty. We'll catch you guys for fifty-one. Peace.